0: hello and welcome to season two episode six of eulogy podcast did you ever find yourself in a position where you thought you needed more clavichord in your life have you ever wondered where and how you might fulfill that strangely curious desire of yours well search no further dear listener On the weekend of October 19th, Eulogy Podcast attended an all-Mozart program put on by the Boston Clavichord Society. Owen Dodds and I were more amused and befuddled than thrown into the great miasma of musical contemplation, but we thoroughly enjoyed the concert nonetheless. Krista Rakic and Erica Johnson played three Mozart fan favorites on an instrument that was supposedly Bach's favorite keyboard instrument and brought us closer to the sound world that we are continually distancing ourselves from. Because of the brevity of this episode, I also have an announcement for Boston Musicians. With the help of some friends, I have organized a community studio class at First Parish in Brookline for anyone who is interested in performing, listening to, or discussing music outside of a school or concert setting. I will go into it more at the end of the episode for those interested. Enjoy, and as always, stay tuned after to hear who performed this week's clip. Here we are in Cambridge, walking out of the friend's meeting house with Owen Dodds. Owen Dodds becoming a regular of the pod, and the pod welcomes him. The pod welcomes him with with two podly arms. Glad to be here. (laughs) Um, Well... 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 (laughs) I, I guess feel like, the first feel thing like to say. I we should whisper for this part. I know, I, yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, the, the pod is gonna. or opened with some clapping, but that's not very representative of what just happened. Because instead of clapping, they ask you to shake your program. Actually, and do you have your. Yeah, I do. Shake it sounds, your program. It sounds like this. Yep, times about 20. <clears throat> so you can imagine the ruckus it caused. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I mean, this was it's such a new experience. It's it hard to yeah. say. <laughs> this is nothing close to the Apparkeys concert. I mean, that was like no. Cheerios compared to this. Yeah. This is like—I <laughs> don't even know. This is amazing. Let's just go through it then, I guess. Yes, sir. Yeah. If nothing's quite springing to mind, yeah. Started with the <clears throat> colloquially known "Twinkle, Twinkle" variations. Yes. Um, <clears throat> let's take a right towards Harvard. Okay. Instead of. Unless you want to go check if you have a ticket first. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> if I have one, it doesn't Save matter. Save it for either. later. <laughs> Stay tuned, listener, to See if Owen has a we ticket. We may have a ticket. <clears throat> um, yeah, and before the concert, I was saying that I just... In general, theme and variations is not the form for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not really. It's just so, like, uh, tied to the per- the composer as an individual and as a performer. Yes. At least especially in that time It was for for the virtuosos That they would improvise Theme and variations On a given theme From the audience And Hearing it on A clavichord though Was nice Actually It was
1: nice I can imagine it. Having fun in his living room
0: Exactly You could You somehow felt A little closer to Mozart Yeah I think Um, so Because I think Maybe part of what bothers me Is like hearing a pianist Play it on a stage With like 800 people. people in Yeah a, yeah. And yeah. like This is a big concert piece And everybody's taking themselves seriously and Right like, I don't really anyway, I mean, It's not so serious of a piece yeah. Maybe I'm missing the point But Theme and Variations <laughs> Is not really high art for me
1: No Yeah, yeah. I think and, you're
0: right uh, So it was nice to hear it With We were in a Quaker church Yes Half the audience was facing The other half of the audience Yeah Sort of a V Clavichord in the middle Yep Yeah
1: Yeah interesting. An all Mozart program
0: Yeah All Mozart program and then second was K 333, mm-hmm. the B flat Sonata, the famous one. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs>
1: and then Mozart, Jupiter. Yeah. The Jupiter. Yeah, the, the, Symphony. the Jupiter
0: Symphony, trans- <laughs> or transcribed by Otto Singer for yeah. two pianos. I have to on say that versions. might have been my favorite. Really, I
1: think uh, yeah. the sonata was probably my favorite. Sonata, sonata was great as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um,
0: yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I like the first movement of the symphony. Yeah. I think I kind of had dynamic issues in the symphony. Sure. That the, there's a certain. Let's talk about the quality of the sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel like that's what's disorienting so much. Yeah. We don't really I know agree. what to say because the sound is so different than anything.
1: Of course. <clears throat> and it also. I'm sorry. It also lacks, you know, variety.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you
1: might find in a normal, yeah. you know, symphony performance. Well, so. I mean,
0: there's three sounds that you hear. Right. You hear the wood of the key. Yeah. And then you hear the metal of the hammer. Yeah. And then you hear the tone. The
1: resonance, yeah.
0: Of the string. Right. And when that is combined with so many instruments, or so many different notes being played by the two <clears throat> clavichord players. Yeah. That... I felt like it kept them in a perfect permanent mezzo forte. Oh, sure. T yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That made it a little
1: tricky for me to keep You're right. There was listening. an exploration as of the softer dynamics like in the other pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, were yeah, some yeah. some of them were really nice, like especially the the rondo of the B flat sonata. Yeah. She was able to do some interesting yeah, things yeah, yeah. with
0: the Especially, I mean, that's just that's such a good movement.
1: Yeah. It's also such a good Also movement. a good movement. Yeah.
0: Played with no pedal, of course, because clavichords don't have any okay, pedal.
1: They have no pedal. Well,
0: I yeah. was so envious of the, the left hand action. I have oh, yeah. to say, because all the,
1: all bass. Yeah, it's I mean nice. that's
0: that's just the kind of sound that you want all the time on the piano. That's you true. Can't
1: get it? It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You spend half your life. because you time can really rip into the bass on the oh, yeah. on the clavichord and it doesn't yeah. really.
0: Yeah, and Nobody it always it has a slightly like plucked quality. All right, and you just spend half your life playing classical repertoire as a pianist getting your left hand out of the way exactly exactly <laughs> yes and here it was just right what it, even when it was loud it wasn't in yeah, the way yeah it wasn't in the way right so. it wasn't overpowering yeah wow so the Boston Clavichord Society who <laughs> knew it existed yeah exactly I wonder how many other hidden societies there are. <laughs> if there's, uh, I don't know the what would be Baroque, another
1: Baroque Oboe Society oh yeah I was something.
0: about to say like the English Horn Society right but. probably I don't know the sackbut society yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly
1: i did find it interesting in the in the last movement of the of the jupiter which is you know notoriously complex right. and has so many fugues double fugues and everything yeah i actually found it a little bit uh like maybe clearer just to listen to Maybe because there weren't right. so many, you know, instrument doublings and things like that. And I mean, you would think that, you know, with the uh, varying timbres of an orchestra, it would be easier to hear the voices, but I actually found it really, really clear yeah. in this performance. But.
0: definitely. you got to hand it to uh, Otto Singer, the transcriber. I know, right? That was There a were a lot of... There was a lot of jokes, I feel like. Yeah. A lot of, like, dotted rhythms where there would be, uh, yeah. like, a ta-da chord, and the first one, like, the ta would be in one, it and then the, the da would yeah. be in another one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just, like, I it's have, funny. It's I, uh, funny, uh, yeah. okay? <clears throat> I just This is the one problem with going to a clavichord concert, is that you can't laugh out loud oh with things gosh. like that, because everybody will hear Right,
0: it. so I, we didn't even explain the whole program thing. They <clears throat> oh, said, yeah. like, you're not supposed <clears throat> to... They didn't want you to clap because... Quote, it would be too much of a sonic disturbance. Right. And I sort of raised my eyebrows at that. But then somebody sneezed in the concert and yeah. it was so loud. It was more
1: of a bark, really. <laughs> yeah, and then was I was like, like oh my
0: gosh, like <laughs> the harpsichord really, or not, clavichord really is quiet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're well, adjusting. it's a
0: private instrument. It's not a. Right. Like, it's an instrument for the home that you just play by yourself and you travel with. So. Yeah, but the the, the transcription was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was even times, like, when one would, like, finish, finish mm-hmm. uh run going up high. In the other and way. then it would be resolved by the other yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> just, I don't know. There was yeah. also a pretty great tuning issue. Oh, yeah. Where...
1: There was quite a bit of tuning in the middle. Yeah. Before the Jupiter.
0: Yeah, one of the... Clavichords. Do you have your program, by the way? We have yet to say their names. I do, actually. <clears throat> Kristo Rakic, 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 Rakic. I'm going to go Rakic, Rakic. Kristo Rakic and Erica Johnson. We still have yet to figure out which one was which. I know. Unfortunately, we weren't we weren't <laughs> quite able to figure that um, <clears> out. <throat> so after the B flat sonata, she tried to get up in tune, but then yeah. that opened up a whole can of worms. Oh, and good, just, exactly. Like, sort of. Devolved. Yeah, once you tune one note. And then I think she lost track of which note she was tuning <laughs> in relation to which note. I think so. And then like it just started kind of getting out of hand. Yeah. If not out of tune. Certainly yeah. out of tune. <laughs> um which was compounded by the fact when the second instrument was coming in and I was like, wait, like, shouldn't you be tuning
1: tuned to the other end To the other one and not to I yourself? Because yeah.
0: if you are confused <laughs> at any rate.
1: Yeah. It was certainly noticeable by the end of the symphony, especially the those instruments really do take a beating. <laughs> they had drifted. <laughs> they had drifted. So yes, they definitely drifted. Had some.
0: That fugue though, the fugue just made me want to hear Bach. Like, oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, on the. Cl- it's oh, yeah, no. so
0: nice to hear <coughs> to hear contrapuntal music on instruments that have a slightly more percussive. quality. Uh, I know what quality. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, it, to hear it on organ is amazing because you have the sustain. Right. But I don't know. It's just so hard to play this stuff on piano. (laughs) (laughs) I just hear everybody else do it, and I'm like, oh, man, you guys have it so easy. (laughs) And it's just such a curse to be able to play all the notes. Yeah. Because the instrument itself isn't that great. (laughs) It's so bland. The piano is so boring as an (laughs) instrument. It's like, you know, everybody else struggles to try and, like, control the timbre of their different notes. Right. And the piano is like, aha! All yeah. of my notes sound the same. <laughs> all the same,
1: yeah. So we like, struggle oh, to to not have the right, notes exactly. sound the same. So.
0: And at least on the clavichord, I mean, they had such a difference in timbre in the upper or lower, high, register. Yeah, 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 lower, upper, yeah. lower register.
1: Very true. Um,
0: well, we're yeah, approaching your car.
1: Very interesting. I'm very Tension mounts. I know. Yeah.
0: Oh no, no, we parked right on the other side. Oh yeah, the yeah. Friend's yeah. meeting house. Oh right. The Quaker Here church. We are. Do you have an idea what a Quaker church is, by the way? It's probably I mean, a church for Quakers. <laughs> yeah, that's for, a strong guess. For Amish people. That's a strong guess. I don't think the Quakers and the Amish are the same. <clears throat> oh, right. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, no disrespect. No disrespect Amish at people all. people or Quakers. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know what we can say that we learned about the... Honestly, we didn't learn much about the Clavichord or Quakers yeah. tonight. <laughs> <Right. Either laughs> one. We saw both, but <laughs> we I can't, there's not much to report, We had close <laughs> encounters with both. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're friendly. Very They're friendly. Unobtrusive. Yeah. Quiet. Yes. Soft color palette. Yes. And they love Mozart. And they love. Especially Mozart.
1: the guy to our right.
0: Oh man, the guy <laughs> to our right. I was wondering if we were going to talk about <laughs> guy to our right. I think he was breathing louder than the clavichord. Louder <laughs> than the clavichord. Man, and I think he was really upset about the tuning. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think he was actually upset about something Yeah But man was. you can't sit in the middle And make a scene <laughs> yeah. yeah At yeah, a something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Yeah Yeah, yeah well, man to our right
1: Man to our right
0: And every time he readjusted his position He literally moved the entire bench <laughs> Yeah It <Yeah. laughs> It was It was special well, They have right, their right, next right. concert on Um uh, April seventh, two thousand nineteen. Dear listener, sorry to say, concert? if you want to go to the next, um, where is that concert? It's a good question. Oh, it's in Waltham, at Gore Place. If anybody knows where that is, in eight months, yeah,
1: we'll let attend. you know. attend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, frankly, this Clavcore concert has left me more befuddled and amused. Yeah. Than anything else? Yes. <laughs> I'm just. I'm ready to it's sign off. Amused. If you are. <laughs> I'm ready. Any closing thoughts, parting parting goodbyes to the clavichord?
1: Ooh, parting goodbyes. I think it's a hello, actually. I think it's hello I mean, to the clavichord.
0: Know. Hello to the clavichord. <laughs> hello to life after the clavichord. <laughs> Good night. Many thanks to the Boston Clavichord Society for organizing this concert and having it freely available to students. Niche events like this are what make Boston's music scene so special. You can learn more about the Clavichord as well as upcoming events on their website. I'm going to stop announcing what the next episode will be about, because every time I've done it, I've been wrong, so it just ends here. Just stay tuned on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, or SoundCloud for the next episode. Special thanks to Elias Dager for sending me his recording of Beethoven's Andante Favori. This recording is from his wonderful master's recital at NEC from 2017. the pod officially ends here. For those interested in hearing more about the community studio class, keep listening, and for others, see you next time. Our art is alive and well in this city, and for many of us, that's why we're here in Boston. Yet, amidst this well-established world, we feel there is a lack of space for classical musicians of all instruments to share their music with each other outside of a professional or educational setting. Our mission is to foster a special space for Boston's classical music community outside of the concert hall and the conservatory in order to enable the flourishing of the camaraderie and interdependence that we believe are at the heart of the music we love. To address this issue, we have partnered with First Parish in Brookline to organize a community studio class where musicians can sign up to perform for peers and discuss music outside of an institutional setting. We host our events for free, with the intent that this initiative can begin to shift the culture of classical music in Boston towards a music that is lived by performers and audiences alike, and not only professionally organized. In its most pragmatic sense, our initiative provides musicians with regular opportunities to perform for and hear their peers. If we are trying to make performing our profession, then we can never have enough opportunities to practice in the crucible of public performance. We hope that the grander impact of our project will be to provide a truly new way for Boston's classical musicians to express themselves. They will bring the same pieces, the same quality, and the same devotion to a new space, which will require them to represent themselves as individuals and not as members of an institution. It is widely known that Boston's brilliance shines from the top of its many great institutions, but few classical forums in the city allow for the commercially modest, but personally ambitious expression of an individual's relationship to music, untethered to career implications. Through participation and discussion, our audiences will begin to deepen their relationship with the music so that when they find themselves in a traditional concert space, they can interact with pieces more personally. Instead of treating every performance as simply being in the presence of a masterpiece, audience members will assume cultural responsibility and consider pieces on their own terms. By stripping away ticket prices, audience-performer and teacher-student dualities, Bostonians can encounter music uninhibited. We welcome all and encourage you to join us one Friday afternoon. The first class will be on November 2nd, 4-7pm. to